0: DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. Time now to talk Aggie football with Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. He's on the Smart Rain guest line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows the 2022 budget planning for most businesses is coming soon. Take advantage of the Save Now, Pay Later promotion and do your part by saving water while saving money. Check out Best of State Award winner Smart Rain at SmartRain.net. Coach, Good morning. Good morning. So are these guys just trying to age you a decade in one year? Do they have to be <laughs> doing behind a great by? Job of it. Yeah, do they have to be behind by ten a minimum of ten points in every game before they get rolling?
1: Apparently, apparently so. And and um, yeah, we just we do not like to be in the lead. We had the first first half lead of the season. I think I, I may be wrong, but I think and it lasted for about I don't know maybe a minute, and then we gave it right back. So. Um, I don't know. It's it's just it's kind of where we're at. We're figuring out a way. But, man, it is stressful as it can be.
2: Yeah, I figured you entered that game at 52 and en- ended it at 62. Uh, the way that, the way that <laughs> That's th- the way I feel. Yeah, the way that That's thing went. So, you know, you're watching that game and, and you know, we're, we're not in the moment like you guys are, so you're probably not thinking about it. But honestly, I'm sitting there thinking, man, this is a 0-5 team. These guys should be killing them. And it didn't come to that, and it came to a last-minute touchdown. You won the game. So now that you've had time to digest it, what do you take from it?
1: Well, I, I had a lot more respect for those guys than, than I think uh, maybe you do from the outside. Right. Just watching the tape, they're, they're built really well. I mean, you got to give them credit. They have... You know, we played them a couple years ago at Arkansas State, and it really never was a game. I mean, we did blow them out. Beat them by 26, I think. And and we just we just were better than them on the field. And you look at them now, and, and physically they have done a great job of developing, recruiting some size. They've got a, a few key transfers in. Their defensive front is really, really good. And you, you saw it against Fresno, and, and you saw it against UTSA, and, even at times you saw it in some of the earlier games uh there's they struggled in the back end, obviously we were able to throw the ball when we could protect, but uh, they they made it very difficult early especially in, to move the ball uh you know effectively especially on the ground, which we needed to, to do both and their offensive line is is big, and they have one of the best running backs we've seen all year if not if not the best i mean he he had a great game so um I think they just have improved in a lot of ways and they're at some point going to start winning games at least being and they're already competitive now it's just a matter of taking kind of the next step so um, I just didn't think they ever looked like an 0-5 team and they sure didn't look like that physically when we played them.
0: So what do you think about the the Mental and physical preparation with your guys and the emotion they bring early in the game. Because for all the things you say about UNLV, and there was some of the eyeball tests, so you know I can see what you're saying. But the fact remains, the team gave up 17 points on the f- defensive defense gave up 17 points on the first three possessions and seven points on the next a uh, nine. I'm going to forgive them the end of half possession that didn't really count. <coughs> but uh, you know, one touchdown in the next nine. I mean, once you guys got dialed in, they did a really good job against them. But those first three possessions, they were just giving up ground
1: yeah I think I mean kind of combination of of them obviously looking at the record like everybody else, even though you tell them all week you know this team's better than the record of their kids and and they see the same thing and they read the articles and listen to social media and everything else I mean everybody just expects this is a team that hadn't won a game in two years, and they it's just gonna be it's gonna be a team that we're better than than physically and we're just not there yet and so I think that will something to do with it. I do think there's a little bit of a of um of a lag coming out of the open week. We looked a little heavy legged early. Took us a while to kinda of get going. And once we did we played we played lights out defensively. I think we gave up seven yards the entire fourth quarter uh and, and, and played lights out. But I thought we were sluggish uh or heavy legged a little bit early and you know, open week, 0 five team Road trip, I don't know, maybe all of the above, but it, it definitely took us a while to snap into to playing the kind of ball. And really, where it showed up as much as anything was tackling. We did not tackle well early. We we missed some tackles It could have been a five yard gain instead of a seventy five yard touchdown. I mean, the guy got hit right in the hole, and we can't make the tackle. So uh, several of those that were frustrating, but they responded, and we played much better down the stretch. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll start that way Friday
2: night. So those. Tackling issues, is that what you largely contribute to Williams running for 221 yards? Taking away nothing from him, because obviously he's good. But is it more on your, your guys with the tackling?
1: Well, I, no, I, I think the dude's a really good player. And they, they did a great job with their front of kind of creating some leverage on us. Um, we did not tackle well, but he, he did a great job of, of running with balance. Made a couple guys miss in space. You know, we get he got one on one with safety, uh with with Hunter Reynolds and I will not tell you he just he just misplayed it. The the big long run. Uh, he had him where it should have been a five, six, seven yard run and and Williams was able to set him up and cross him over and, and the next thing you know, he's in the end zone. So uh you gotta give him credit. He he ran the ball well. I'm glad he's a senior. I don't want to see that dude again. Physical, he's got breakaway speed and, and I thought he had really good vision. Couple of runs that looked like they were bottled up. Next thing you know he squirts it out and it's an explosive, so Um, it's a little bit of both. We did not tackle well, but give them credit, they ran the ball well.
0: So for whatever issues you have starting slow and whatever goes into that, it really does seem like your guys lock in late in the game and have zero confidence issues. To be down double digits six times and still come away with four wins, and to go down and score with 35 seconds left when you could have botched the game, you could have lost the thing right there, there were multiple chances and you didn't. What if you had to identify one or two things, why are you consistently able to pull these games out at the end? At Air Force, at UNLV, wherever. Wazoo.
1: I think I think this one, you know, I think this one kind of is kind of a, a culmination of what we've been able to do earlier in the year. There's a confidence that goes with the fact that we've been here before. We know we're in good we're in good enough shape to, to keep playing hard. I thought we got stronger. They got they got a little bit tired. You could see that uh, they were fatigued. Our run game, which was non-existent in the first half, got better, uh, and we actually were able to run the ball. I mean, third and 19 to convert with a run play against a, a really light box, be able to run the ball in right there on second down uh, when, when, again, the super light box, play and pass all the way. You know, those are things that come from uh, their defense fatiguing, our offense and our offensive players still having gas in our tank, our defense's ability to – hold the seven po- uh, yards in the fourth quarter again You know our guys have a confidence in the fact that we literally can continue to play hard at a level that the opponent cannot late in the game and, and I think that that along with the fact that we have come from behind a couple times earlier in the year against good opponents uh, I just think there's a confidence level that, that allows us to, to stay calm and, and execute right there when we need to and I'd like to see that earlier in the game obviously but but there is something to be said up for a team that is a, is resilient and believes in what we're doing enough to give us a chance down late. And, um, you know, it proved again to be, you know, kind of the recipe for success in this particular game, as stressful as it might be, but it, it did get to
2: win. So we see you talked about Bonner being healthy, the healthiest he's been with the bye week. I think we saw that, and we can make the statement, see if you agree, a healthy Bonner is going to be very difficult to contain.
1: Yeah, I was I was glad to see him use his feet a little bit. Uh the big the first third down, third and nine, him moving to the right, throwing back across, something he really wasn't able to do the last few weeks. He we did have a couple quarterback run plays, one that moved the change for a first in, in the red zone, which was good and, and I think he'll only get better at that. We're not gonna make a living with him running the ball, but he his he needs to be a number they have to account for, at least to, to be efficient. It'll help us in short yardage, which we've not been good at. Uh, We've been very reluctant to even put him in in the number uh, in short yardage, but that's something we're going to be able to do moving forward, and it should help us, the the plus-one run stuff in short yardage and in the score zone both uh, will benefit our offense because we've struggled in both those areas, and it it was a problem again uh, Saturday. So uh, I I think he's going to get better and better, and hopefully we can keep him healthy.
0: Utah State football coach Blake Anderson joining us. The Aggies coming off the win at UNLV. They have got CSU at home. And, Coach, this is for first place, but CSU, after a a bad start to the season, the first two weeks they had to be shaking their heads. But they've won three out of four. The three wins are all convincing, 16 points or more over Toledo, San Jose State, New Mexico. In that span, their only loss is a 10-pointer at nationally ranked Iowa so, what can you tell us about the Rams? Where, where, what is this game going to hinge on?
1: Well, it's gonna it's gonna hinge up front. They are they're massive. They're gonna put you know two, three, four, five I don't know how many however many tight ends they got. They're gonna put them on the field, and uh, it's gonna look completely different than really uh, anything. You know, it's it's Boston College, Stanford, um, big man downhill football. That's just what uh, that's what Adazio is gonna do. And uh, they have gotten uh, – they've gotten good at it. They have a big physical running back, NFL caliber tight end. Uh, they're, they're doing everything to shorten the game and, and make a bunch of dudes play in a very condensed area and, and just come downhill at you. So it's, uh, it's going to be a huge, huge challenge. You know, nothing they – don't, they don't really worry about spreading it out. They want to pack it in and get downhill and then play action shot. It's not triple option – but it's got a little bit of the feel that you see when you play Air Force. The clock's going to run, they're going to run the ball, they're committed to it, and and you're going to have to maximize every possession. It's not the triple that you see, but it's the downhill boots, shot plays off of it, multiple tight ends, multiple gaps. going to be very unique for our guys to prepare for with a Friday game. They're good on on the defensive front, very similar to UNLV. I think if we have matchups, it's in the back end, but up front, we're going to have to gonna to to play better and run the ball better than we did in the first half of this last one. Or it's going to be It's gonna be a frustrating day for us.
2: Defensively, though, is where they stand out, especially in conference. I mean, they're just not allowing very many points.
1: No, they're not. They're not. They're built well. They play good. And they see physical ball every day. So they make it very difficult for you. Their edge rushers are both dynamic. Uh, you know, there's really not a weakness. You see, again, I'm – I think if we have a an advantage, it would be speed and quickness in space. But that's, that's really our only advantage on a weekly basis. We're not bigger or more physical or stronger than anybody right now. The way we're built, is something we're going to have to develop. Uh, we're making it work with what we have, but this will be a this will be a challenge. They're not giving up many points. They're not playing many plays either. I mean, they are reducing a game and shortening it. So you know they're fresh and they don't have to play a ton of plays. And they they you know found a formula that works for them.
0: Can anyone handle Devin Tompkins, or is he just going to just keep putting up just one massive stat line after another? Because everybody's got to know what's coming, and nobody seems to be stopping him.
1: Well, I hope the answer to that is no. I hope nobody can. Uh, I think we're doing a really good job of moving around to a lot of different spots, which makes it hard to know exactly how to defend him. I, I also think the other guys – are taking just enough pressure off of him that, yeah, you can double him if you want to, but there are other guys that can create big plays as well. Um, but uh, you got to give Coach Tuck and, and Cephalo a lot of credit for being creative and, and and how many different looks and different spots you have to defend him. So uh, he, he, it's only going to get better as the other guys around him get better. we got Scarver more involved. Derek Wright's playing big. McCriff had a huge catch, which we absolutely had to have. I think our tight ends uh, can get more involved as well. All that's going to help, but I hope the answer to your question is no. I hope hope nobody can match up with him. He's he's had a great first half and, and only getting better.
0: Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. The Aggies at home against Colorado State Friday night. Big game, first place in the Mountain Division on the line. Coach, thanks for a few minutes. We'll talk to you again next week. Appreciate it, guys. Already beaten Air Force. If they beat CSU, everybody will have a loss. And Utah State will be sitting on the tiebreakers. It's pretty similar to the uh, Ute story, except the Utes don't have a loss. Well, I think this is Utah State's best chance to go to the Rose Bowl. He says, conflating two takes.
2: Oh, Utah, Utah State. And for a state guy like me, you get those guys confused, don't you? No. (laughs) I'm trying to look, uh, yeah... uh, Hawaii should win. San Jose, not as sure. Wyoming, uh, lean heavily. Maybe not heavily, but strongly. Strongly lean towards Utah State. And then New Mexico uh, overwhelmingly lead towards uh, Utah State. So there's a pathway to the division, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think Nevada is the best team, and it's going to be hard to overcome them if you should get there. But and you worry about that later down the road.
0: Absolutely. First, it's the division. If CSU beats you, they'll be up two games in the loss. Call them and have the tiebreaker. So if you win, though, you're on a loss, they're on a loss, Air Force is on a loss, and you beat those guys. So, I think it's a different situation for Utah. I think they can think of winning the
2: division because they've been there, done that. And I realize Utah State several years ago got there, but... It's a new cast of so characters. Everything's changed dramatically since then. Yep. And for Utah, it's about winning the conference. It isn't just about winning the division. The division is something you need to get, obviously. But for them, I think they can think bigger. And there's no beast on the other side. I think Nevada's very, very good. Santa State's very, very good. So uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out when when you get there. But for them, the division... The division will define a successful season. Utah may not be defined by winning the division as a, as a extreme extremely successful season. Plus, they're in their 16th year, 17th, whatever it is, with Kyle. Whereas Anderson is his first year,
0: and last year was gross. So, different level of standards there. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Your feedback is coming up next.